Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've heard of frankincense and myrrh, it's probably thanks to the biblical account of the birth of Jesus. According to the book of Matthew, chapter 2, wise men followed a bright star in the east of Bethlehem to where Jesus had been born and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. During the Christmas season, depictions of this event are ubiquitous in American culture, decorating churches and shopping malls alike. But don't let the shiny tinsel and festive candy canes distract you from our question today. What exactly are frankincense and myrrh? Both frankincense and myrrh are derived from tree sap or gum resin and are prized for their alluring fragrances. Frankincense is a milky white resin extracted from species of the genus Boswellia, which thrive in arid, cool areas of the Arabian Peninsula, East Africa, and India. The finest and most aromatic of this species is Boswellia sacra, a small tree that grows in Somalia, Oman, and Yemen. These plants, which grow to a height of about 16 feet or 5 meters, have papery bark, sparse branches of paired leaves, and flowers with white petals and a yellow or red center. Myrrh is a reddish resin that comes from species of the genus Camophora, which are native to Northeast Africa and the adjacent areas of the Arabian Peninsula. Camophora myrrha, a tree commonly used in the production of myrrh, can be found in the shallow rocky soils of Ethiopia, Kenya, Oman, Saudi Arabia, and Somalia. It boasts shiny branches with sparse leaves that grow in groups of three, and it can reach a height of nine feet or about three meters. The process for extracting the sap of these trees is essentially identical. Harvesters make a longitudinal cut in the tree's trunk, which pierces gum resin reservoirs located within the bark. The sap slowly oozes out from the cut and drips down the tree, forming tear-shaped droplets that are left to harden on the side of the tree. These beads are collected after two weeks. People in East Africa and the Arabian Peninsula have produced frankincense and myrrh for some 5,000 years. For much of this time, these aromatic resins were the region's most important commodity, with a trade network that reached across Africa, Asia, and Europe. Today, demand for frankincense and myrrh has subsided a bit, but numerous Chinese, Greek, Latin, and Sanskrit texts remind us of their past importance. Frankincense and myrrh were desired for personal, religious, and medicinal use. In a time before daily bathing, people would use the sweet smoke from the resins to make themselves smell better. Egyptian women would mix frankincense ash into their eyeshadow. These substances were also widely used in religious ceremonies and burials— According to the Greek writer Herodotus, the Egyptians used both frankincense and myrrh in preparation of animal sacrifices and human mummies. Jews incorporated them into their religious ceremonies by the 3rd century BCE and Christians by the 4th century CE. The resins also had medical uses. In the papyrus Ebers from 1500 BCE, priests recommended both resins for the treatment of wounds. Other ailments they were once reported to cure included hemlock poisoning, leprosy, worms, snake bites, diarrhea, plague, scurvy, and even baldness. The high demand for frankincense and myrrh created a booming trade in the Middle East, lasting several hundred years. In the first century CE, around the height of this trade, Pliny the Elder claimed that Arabia produced approximately 1,680 tons, about 1,500 metric tons, of frankincense, and around 448 tons, or 400 metric tons, of myrrh each year. One of the most important trade centers surrounded an oasis in modern-day southern Oman— this outpost exported frankincense across Mesopotamia, India, and China from about 300 BCE to the 3rd century CE. The ruins of the settlement remain as a UNESCO World Heritage Site known as the Land of Frankincense. Clearly, frankincense and myrrh were widely available when the wise men visited the baby Jesus around 5 BCE and would have been considered practical gifts with many uses. The expensive resins were symbolic as well. 
A frankincense, which was often burned, symbolized prayer rising to the heavens like smoke, while myrrh, which was often used in embalming, symbolized death. So scholars think that frankincense was presented to the infant Jesus to symbolize his later role as a high priest for believers, while myrrh symbolized his later death and burial. Frankincense and myrrh may not be as popular as they once were, but they're still used today in some ways that you might not expect. They're common ingredients in modern perfumes and cosmetics, continuing a tradition that's lasted thousands of years. Scientists are finding new uses for the substances as well. A recent study suggests that frankincense or its extracts may help in treating asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, and osteoarthritis. Researchers have also discovered possible benefits of myrrh in the treatment of gastric ulcers, tumors, and parasites. Today's episode was written by Clint Pumphrey and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other spicy topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Howstuffworks.com.